Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to a uh, a new episode of our Pediatric Moonshot podcast. Today, I'm uh, very pleased to have Dr. Mark Lalonde join us. Uh, Mark is the Vice President of Research at Shriners uh, Hospital. And Mark, I, I, you have an extensive background and, and particularly around uh, genetics. I, I thought maybe just talk a little about kind of how, what was your road to Shriners uh, and how did you end up here just to get ourselves kicked off? So how did this all happen? So my graduate work was in biophysics after undergraduate work in physics. And then I postdoc at Boston Children's Hospital. And that's where I was introduced to genetics. I'd never taken any genetics training before. As a very beginnings of the Human Genome Project, where we're actually separating chromosomes using a machine called a, a fax machine, a cell sorter. And we made libraries from specific chromosomes. And that's what started me off in my career in genetics. Uh, I was at Boston Children's for about 15 years and I used, um, uh, started with these DNA probes from these flow sorted libraries and worked on a rare disorder called Prader-Willi syndrome and then another disease disorder called Angelman syndrome. So I ended up basically working in rare pediatric disorders uh, and uh, advancing genetics in that. Then moved to the University of Connecticut School of Medicine where I continued that work, but also got into uh, administrative duties. So I uh, was a senior associate dean for research there and launched a couple of institutes, one in stem cells, another in genomics, and carried that on for 19 years or so. And then uh, had this opportunity to come to Shriners uh, uh, Children's uh, Hospitals as the vice president of research, I was started there in 2018. And uh, really over the past uh, five or six years, I've been trying to uh, really bring the system together. It's a system, uh, Schweiner's Hospitals in North America has 20 different or 21 different clinical sites. Uh, Schweiner's has outreach clinics uh, through Micronesia, Central America, and to Cyprus and some other sites as well. And I want to integrate uh, basically the, the strength of Shriners is to leverage its all its patient and patient information and how can we move forward and advance our clinical research mission. Uh, so that's what I've been working on uh, and um, working in the areas of genomics, which is an area I know well, but then getting into areas that uh, I'm being introduced to, uh, including uh, the pediatric cloud and the, the moonshot and Tim Chow and, and, and a lot of other uh, individuals in uh, AI and assorted things. So that's that's the trajectory I took as contorted as it is to get to Shriners. Well, before we get off talking about Shriners, you made a comment to me yesterday. You said, uh, I wish I was 25 years old again. <laughs> and uh, I, I think I would have finished the sentence differently, but maybe you can tell people why you wish you were 25 years old again. Well, because of the tools, you know, the tools being developed now. Um, I, the example I use was as a, a person having worked in genetics and genomics a long time. Uh, we worked with a uh, 
we got introduced to something called Genomenon, which really allows, it's a sort of way to delve into a specific gene and specific variants of genes associated with disease, but it has all these visualization tools and it's just so exciting that I do wish I was 25 again and starting over so that I could, um, I could spend the rest of my life wallowing in these tools and others to, uh, uh, to really dig into genetics, which is, uh, which is a passion. So that's why I was, I wish I was 25. Uh, that's, that's not going to happen, but nonetheless, what are, what are we without hope? Right. So. <laughs> Mark, it's also an indication of just how much a nerd you are. <laughs> uh, let's come back to Shriners. Shriners is very unique. You know, I spent time in the children's medicine area where, you know, pretty much it's standalone children's hospitals, whether that's, you know, Lurie's or Boston Children's or Children's of Orange County. But Shriners is kind of unique as a network. Can you talk a little about kind of the mission and I know the focus on orthopedics and spine? I mean, help help the listener understand a little bit more about Shriners. If we just go up a bit. So Shriners International is a philanthropy that supports the hospitals. And mm -hmm. Shriners International, it's composed of temples uh, that are all over the United States. So these temples uh, in different areas basically supported the construction of hospitals. So we had hospitals from Montreal, Canada to Mexico City that were really all built up by the efforts and the money raising and, and uh, of these Shriners temples. And um, so that's the that's a sort of history. The first hospital was in Shreveport, Louisiana in 1922. So they've been around a while and the hospitals are all across North America. Now we have outreach clinics, as I said previously, uh, around the world. It's a specialty care organization. It's, um, it started, its mission was in polio. That's how it started. And it's sort of mission evolved into orthopedics. Uh, we do a lot of work with scoliosis and other disorders of, 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 uh, involving the skeleton, uh, neuromuscular, for example, the Shane muscular dystrophy and, uh, and certain, uh, neuromuscular disorders, cleft lip and palate. Uh, so we do have surgeons in our system who uh, work with uh, children born with those defects. And we also have a big, uh, I've had historically a big interest in burns. So we had burns hospitals uh, uh, for them. And uh, really Shriners um, sort of wrote the book in pediatric burn care. It's now much more common uh, to do burn care in, in general hospitals, but a lot of the training came from Shriners. So that's been the, that's the focus so it doesn't it's not like a general pediatric hospital you're you're correct about that that's been those are the focus areas yeah and i i'm just curious are there numbers like how many kids do you guys treat a year or you know, some sense of volume yeah so so since it's it's its inception we're talking close to 1.5 million kids have been treated uh, I can't, I don't have that number in front of me per year, but I know that we treat, you know, over well over 10,000 kids a year. What's interesting, since my background is in rare disease, um, we probably treat close to 3,000 or more kids a year with rare disorders. 
and that would make us, uh, without almost knowing it, uh, a major provider of healthcare for kids with rare diseases. And the reason for that is a lot of kids with rare diseases end up with orthopedic problems like scoliosis and other oh, things. So, so um, we're working on digging deep and finding out more about what were uh, the rare diseases that we're uh, that we're looking at. Yeah, and I um, I spent a little time at the guys at UPMC around rare diseases, and kind of it's fascinating that there are a lot of adults with undiagnosed rare diseases as kids. Yeah. We think of it as a kid thing, pediatric rare disease, but really it's, you know, the whole population, right? Exactly. Um, you know, you, you have been a very early supporter of our pediatric moonshot and our vision that, you know, we can create uh, privacy preserving real time applications, AI applications based on access to data in all the healthcare machines, in Shriner's case, all the x-ray machines in all the children's hospitals in the world. I'm just kind of curious, what what attracted you? Why why did you buy into, you know, our uh, our moonshot, our crazy objective? What 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 tipped you over the edge? You mean in addition to your charming persona? Uh, and <laughs> magnetic personality. Um, uh, well, I figured that wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess if, if we go to what's the mission that I'm hoping to accomplish? Then yeah, one was, I think the research that was being done at Shriners was kind of siloed because of the, the history of the, each hospital sort of got built up uh, in its own area. And how can we bring these people together to work together on research projects? Because that's really going to, uh, that's where we're gonna have a major impact is if we can really bring, uh, looking at the kids across our system, how do, we, how do we bring them into research projects that are impactful? And in the long run, how do we, how do we make sure that research is helping our kids? That's really the point. We, we don't wanna do research sort of, one thing is, you know, we, we've funded over the years a lot of fundamental research that's very important, but how do we bring that to our kids? So looking at that, we decided to create a genomics capability because, and that's turned out to be very helpful in bringing people together. So we have some projects that involve maybe eight different orthopedic surgeons who are working together using our genomics platform uh, to do that. Looking forward, uh, obviously, machine learning uh, and artificial intelligence have a major impact in medicine. So now, how do we bring our community of surgeons and physicians and other healthcare workers? How are we going to bring AI tools to them? Obviously, uh, my my area is research, and AI is going to be invading medicine from all different areas. But what's been going on in parallel to this is. A lot of our hospitals, medicine is changing so rapidly that we just don't have the inpatient numbers that we used to. So we have to look at new models for our hospitals. And some of this is sort of a, let's use the hospital or a clinic derived from the hospital as a regional center mm -hmm. uh, and reach out to more kids in more places. In fact, that's the vision now at Shriners is how do we, how do we uh, impact more kids in more places and obviously you're gonna to have to do this remotely. So when I first 
met you and uh, and some of our colleagues to talk about Bevo, you know, the, the moonshot, obviously that hit home because you are providing uh, technologies that are essentially going to allow us to bang images across the system in North America, across the world to our outreach mm -hmm. clinics and reach out to new partners, not only in, in uh, North America, but throughout the world by basically your mission is to do this from machines. Now, obviously, uh, Shriners does, we don't, we don't have the volume of, for example, blood work or CAT scans that other pediatric facilities do, but we do do a lot of x-rays because we see north of 15,000 kids with scoliosis a year and hip dysplasia and all kinds of things that require x-rays. So that, right away says okay there's a match we can we can share image data with anyone in the world potentially and maybe think of doing remote consults to bring kids to shriners facilities if they need surgery and so on so it's this remote consult on the one hand uh, but also importantly the ai aspect of this how can and i know that uh, that you have a lot of experience in this are we going can we put ai apps on these machines to facilitate not only this remote count this remote uh sort of uh, consulting but how do we bring ai applications to help our kids and i think this is uh where the you know the moonshot i think has a lot of uh, synergy with what we want to do at Shriner. So that's kind of where, you know, in addition to your just warmth as a, as a human being brought me to, um, uh, to, to, to really continue discussing with you. And, uh, and, uh, so that's what, that's how we got there. Well, you know, you, you guys have been a great partner. I, I think of you and Cole others as part of our moonshot crew. Uh, you've taught us a lot as well, so it's a it's a joint mission. Um, I think one of the other things, Mark, that you touched on is that because of how we're approaching this, you know, you could think of both the fact that oh, there's actually orthopedic surgeons in other children's hospitals, and how do we bring you know their expertise and their thoughts into this, and you know their data as well as, you know, we build the world's best, you know, hip dysplasia AI application. And now, right, it's deployed, you know, globally. Uh, you know, that's, it, that's really taking the data and expertise of the Shriner clinical community and expanding it, uh, you know, in a very economic because it's all software way. Is, is that how you see it? Yes. Uh, yeah. As again, there's really good synergy there. So as as some of the hospitals that because the inpatient numbers have have, uh, have changed, have decreased, we're seeing increased partnerships with other hospitals out there. So uh, lots of times if we, for example, if we if we now take a hospital and move this to a clinic, we may be doing surgeries with a partner outside in fact a general pediatric partner and we're seeing that more and more so obviously this like just like you said okay in the system in north america where our a lot of our healthcare is done obviously the ability to partner with other orthopedic surgeons and the technology that we just talked about is a clear 
uh, a clear vehicle for doing that. That's that. That's on the one hand that fits perfectly. As far as global healthcare, um, this is just a golden opportunity for really Shriners to start to look at. And, and you mentioned this uh, when we were talking about how do we how do we share a vision as a global health care system. And I think in the long run, uh, or as, as we as we move this forward, I think that that's got to be part of the vision that we that we share with you and others. And and you brought up Cole Hilton. I'd be remiss in not mentioning Cole Hilton, who is a Shriners uh, aficionado of everything mm -hmm. AI and computers, who really made this connection with uh, with you. And as well, uh, we have a. A partnership, a growing partnership with the uh, Georgia Institute of Technology mm. and Leanne West, uh, who mm -hmm. runs the Pediatric Technology Center there. So a lot of uh, meeting you involved Leanne uh, from yes. Georgia Tech and Cole from yes. Shriners, and they've been instrumental in standing us up. Uh, yes. And um, and so I, I'm glad you you reminded me of that. Yeah. So let me let, let's wrap this up with uh, you talked about vision and you know it's 2035. You and I are sitting here. We're having a conversation. What, what's happened? What 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 does it look like in 2035 to you? In 2035, it looks like we've maybe got four major Shriners hospitals. All the other ones are either uh, surgery centers or combined surgery centers and clinics. We have rehab clinics across the country. We're reaching out to more kids increasingly via remote slash virtual uh, mm -hmm. technologies. And now we've got perhaps something uh, in addition to the machines that we've talked about x-rays, perhaps we have uh, looking at kids movement remotely. Mm. And maybe that's being that's being run, you know, in real time out of of uh, servers that you've now made even uh, more compact. And we're all this data is coming in from uh, kids who maybe have returned to sport. Can we get data on kids ahead of time and predict what? Oh, you if you keep running and turning like this, you're going to have an ACL injury. Can we mm. correct that? So. I think what we're looking at now is a whole new world of not only remote uh, sending images, remote consults. Now we're talking about really uh, using AI to ba basically look throughout the system, hopefully lots of kids in lots of places and saying, okay, can we do injury prediction? Can we bring a kid with cerebral palsy? Maybe they need to come in for uh, a more detailed gait analysis as we prepare for their surgery, or maybe, well, we have the data we need, we can already plan the surgery. And when that child goes back to their location at home, we can monitor if the surgery has been correct, uh, it has been successful, I should say, sorry. Um, and uh, so I think really it's, a, I, I, I think that's the vision I have, is that now we're, we're living in a whole new space where we're going to have much more information on kids and their condition and preparing them for whatever procedures uh, without actually seeing having a kid travel 400 miles to a hospital or 50 miles or whatever it is. But or 4,000 uh, miles, right? <laughs> or a thousand miles. And then and then yeah. basically 
the these applications, these AI, applica AI applications will give you most of the, the information you need uh, as a physician or another healthcare provider uh, to treat the kids. So more to come. As I said, I wish I was 25. 2035, I won't be 25. And uh... <laughs> Well, if I could give you a Christmas present, Mark, it would be that you could be 25 again. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> that, may that may involve some changing of the space-time continuum yeah but that's that's, an, that's another story yeah there, there's more research required for that one so i uh, believe so uh yeah again uh mark i really appreciate you taking the time more importantly we appreciate your support of the mission your contributions to the mission uh your vision statement was really compelling and, and i think does represent the future of what uh, healthcare looks like children's healthcare, orthopedic healthcare does look like. So thanks again. All right. And thank you. And uh, I look forward to uh, working with you to make this uh, 2035 vision happen.